Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey guys, before we open today's show, we've had some pretty good weather in Denver, but you guys who are from Colorado, who have lived here for a while, you know that can change in a heartbeat. Denver Rubber Company has you covered for everything that has to do with snowplows. They're your one-stop shop for anything that has to do with snowplows. Their blades can be cut to any length and slotted to meet your exact specifications. Denver Rubber Company custom makes it all, and you can purchase products for yourself and, of course, buy bulk at a fantastic rate. Be sure to call them today. For any snowplow needs, custom gaskets, hoses, 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr and tell them who sent you. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the lounge here on a night. I don't think any of us will forget. We've had a, two of them this season now after Kobe Bryant night. But Nuggets and uh, Mavs just finished up with the news coming in at halftime. Rudy Gobert test positive for coronavirus. The NBA season is suspended. What were your first thoughts when that news came down? I don't I don't think I've had a thought since that news. I, I mean, what? I, what? going on man yeah this is crazy this is absolutely crazy i'm gonna pull up the periscope uh, we definitely yeah, like this we're venting together with, i mean this is like a um obviously a game happened we, yeah we can talk about the game a little bit um, we can wasn't a great game for the denver nuggets um but really like you know this is this is such an insane situation like we really want this to be interactive so definitely uh, send your questions send your comments your takes uh where does the nba go from here what do we talk about until yeah. the season gets back on track? I mean, what we were saying earlier is this really is, like you were saying, is a where were you moment. Definitely. I mean, it really was. Definitely. Yeah. Well, the, the Kobe incident happened earlier this season and a game was played after. This incident happens at halftime. A game is still played. A second half of the game. There are more games tonight. How do we think the the league handled this kind of to start things off? Because this kind of happened quicker than I think any of us thought right. it might happen. Because there was a lot of talk that starting tomorrow, obviously, or this was going to happen starting tomorrow, it seemed like games were going to be taking place right. without fans. And then obviously the incident with Rudy Gobert kind of propels everything forward. I am shocked that there are still games going on, to be quite honest. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a situation where there's just so many, uh, the the wheels are in motion. But I guess they they didn't really. I mean, they they canceled it in OKC. I'm pretty shocked, also. I mean, I, I really don't know what to do here. Like, I'm like really having a hard time trying to figure out what's going on. Like, like it's I. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't really know what to say, and I, 
I mean, it was just sort of weird. I mean, it happened very quickly, but it almost felt like it was happening in slow motion. Yeah, you it know, was like one event after another, and it, one we, report after another. We started the game, and we were like, "Oh!" Like as the game was starting, we were like, "Oh, they're postponing the game in OKC. What's going on there?" We think Rudy Gobert might have something that's going on with him, and then we're like, "Oh, okay, so that's weird. Uh, I don't really know what to do with that." Then all of a sudden quarantine they're not letting players out they're not letting fans out of the mm-hmm. arena the game's not being played all of a sudden there's reports rudy gobert is going to the hospital which ended up being false but i mean it just it felt like it happened in slow motion and all of a sudden re- report drops that rudy gobert is tested positive um which i don't think surprised any of us but then i mean almost immediately after surprised within me. five yeah within five minutes uh well, I, I mean, it would have surprised me earlier in the day, but yeah. after the subsequent events that had happened before that, it wasn't too surprising to me. Then all of a sudden, uh, the NBA comes out. We were expecting a decision by next Thursday, they said, about whether they were going to try and play without fans or suspend or anything. And then just immediately, within five minutes of that news coming out, they suspended the league. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the guy, I, I'm just looking at the comments here, so... Um, he's crafty. Eighteen out says absolutely the right move. If anything, the season's a wash. Um, yeah. So they're going to suspend the season and see what happens with this with the coronavirus. And obviously, this is an issue that expands way beyond the NBA. But I mean, I, I don't think it's out of the question that this was the last night of basketball, like this quote unquote season. Like, could the season be canceled? I think that's a legit possibility. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is a. I mean, we're at the the, the intersection of um, things that matter and things that don't matter, you know. And and you know, obviously, when real life happens, it makes you sort of like take stock of the things that you pay attention to, the things that you feel are important, and then suddenly, in an instant, they seem very unimportant. Um, I mean, it's it's really crazy because you just don't know. I mean, you hear the, the the numbers coming out from people at the World Health Organization mm-hmm. talking about like unbelievable numbers of people that uh, may or may not or may get infected with this, um, and it hasn't really hit home until all of a sudden, you know, something is taken from you, and you really all of a sudden feel the weight of reality um, hit you like a ton of bricks, and so. You know, I think that's that's definitely where I am right now, just sort of like trying to take stock of like what this means, like, you know, like I mean, did the game? I it, it seems silly and trivial to even worry about the games at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but 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 here's here's why I was very surprised that the league continued to let games go tonight. Rudy Gobert ha- has played you know games over the last couple of days against other teams, and what we do know about this virus is that it takes a few days for you to show symptoms. Well, and some people can contract it and have no symptoms. They can just be carriers from it. And so it really is kind of scary. I mean, that they didn't just, I mean, I don't want to get into speculation or, you know, conspiracy or anything like that. It's just from the information we know, there's a possibility that this could be way more widespread than we even realize in the next 48 hours will be huge. Yeah. Yeah, Well, Here's here's what I was getting at. Like Rudy Gobert could have had this for a week, you know, for for days. It takes a while for these symptoms to show up. The Jazz played the Cavs in Cleveland on March second. The Cavs played in Denver on Saturday, right? Four days ago, right? There were referees traveling all across the country 
who refed Utah a few days ago, who are now in other cities refing tonight. That's why I was so surprised that the league said we're suspending the season after tonight. That we wouldn't just suspend it right now. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that this is the end of the season? Do you think that we'll pick back up? I mean, I don't even I don't really even want to speculate right now because I mean, that's the thing about this virus is there's not a ton known about it. Right. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't know if maybe when the summer comes, it's not as big of a deal. They can resume play, go into the playoffs, all of that. Or maybe this really is like maybe this is going to be a six, seven month long program problem yeah you know flights get shut down i I mean i i have no idea what's gonna happen it's up in the air it it is not even close to like a foregone conclusion that this season will continue after this interim suspension not even close to a conclusion like it it could be suspended we could pick up playing a few months we nobody really knows what's going to happen and i think that's probably a a really scary part about it not even talking in basketball terms just in across the country, we don't know, you know what the extent of, of, of this is, is and is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I was plenty happy making jokes and, you know, tweeting memes and stuff about this over the last week. And now I feel kind of ridiculous about all of that. I mean, it's really kind of sank in how serious this is. And Eric's right when he was saying earlier, it kind of takes something personal for it to really hit you like that. And yeah. all of a sudden, like, as basketball fans and mm-hmm. obviously people whose livings, you know, respectively depend on these businesses in some sense. I mean, we're obviously directly attached to it. A type of event like this really hits home for us finally, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe it should have hit home two weeks ago for me. I don't know. Wow. Well, all right. So what if this was the last game the Nuggets played this year? Like, how would, how will you remember the season? <laughs> How I remember this season. <laughs> the coronavirus season, right? Um, I mean, the, the Nuggets, and I've been talking about this a lot on the podcast, but the Nuggets are a very good team. They are a very good team. Um, But it's been an up-and-down season, yeah, for sure. But coming off of last year and just the excitement of Denver exploding onto the scene right. and Jokic ascending to an MVP candidate and playing at an MVP level. Yeah. This was a frustrating season. Um. Yeah, I mean, if it ended today, I mean, it's tough to draw conclusions because you don't know what would have happened in the it's playoffs. It's sort of weird because there's been moments of this season that are some of the most fun moments I've ever had as a Nuggets fan. Well, I guess yeah. the Kings Pels just got canceled. Thank uh, God. That makes sense. I mean, Thank you. It would have been, like I was That's saying. That's the right call. They should have, I mean, they honestly should have pulled the Nuggets and the Mavs off right. the floor after the suspension broke. Right. I mean, in my opinion, I think that would have been the right call. Yeah. So, so they did canceled the, yeah the that's what that's game. what the chat's saying okay um that they they canceled it uh yeah let's see Jeez. yeah so send in your questions to the chat we'll, we'll get to a lot of them uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff on tonight's pod we're presented by illegal pete's of course <laughs> home <laughs> with a stir the stir okay so this is sort of a hot take all right let's um hear it. So the stir is not unique to Illegal Pete's, although it is best at Illegal Pete's, I must say. There's a burrito chain that I think is throughout the whole Midwest. It might just be Iowa, mm-hmm. called Poncheros, and I love Poncheros. Okay. I actually prefer it to Chipotle, to Qdoba, to all of them. I think it's the best of the bunch. And uh, I was really hurting when I came home and there wasn't a burrito chain that had a stir. Mm. And then I it's started the hitting up. It's not the same without the stir. It's not yeah. the same without the stir. Started hitting up Illegal Pete's and I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. 
You want, because, I mean, like, I know some people like it. I'm not a fan of when you're eating a burrito and you just get a, a bite full of sour cream. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, exclusively sour cream where you're like, oh, this is all rice. You know, I like a mix of flavors yeah, when I'm eating my burrito. The homogenous bite. Yeah. The homogenous bite. I don't mind it as much as that. I don't know. You like, uh. I don't I, get a lot of sour cream. I go for a little bit of sour cream. See, so I'm a I never, big sour cream guy. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, that could be it. Oh, man. We get anything good in the chat? Well, yeah, what people, are people saying? Well, uh, some talk, a lot of talk about Rudy. Um, uh, people saying, do you think NBA teams continue to practice and develop team chemistry with the suspension? I, I can't imagine, right? Like, you think they'll practice? Think and, yeah, I can't imagine. And look, I was just talking about this a second ago, but with we know, with, what we know is how long this virus takes to show symptoms. Like, it can take five days a week. Everybody in the league probably has to get tested, yeah. right? W- with Rudy Gobert playing some games prior to tonight, potentially with the coronavirus. Right. So everybody's going to have to get tested. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, employees, were, coaches, they, were, they were saying the same thing. Even media members weren't allowed to leave OKC until they they were tested. I right. Mean, so it is really kind of becoming widespread just as far as who is required to be tested. And I, I think it'll be a whole league thing at some point. Yeah, you would think. I mean that would be too. the smart that would be the smart thing to do in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I would think it's just a a hiatus where yeah, I, that is a good question. I do wonder if players will be allowed in and around the facility. You would think you you don't uh I I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I mean quarantine like well, I I I don't know. I I can't yeah. even guess, man. I think they would but, I mean, we just don't really know how widespread this is going to be in a week, in two weeks, in three weeks' time. I mean, we're, we're living in a, a rare moment right I now. I mean, this is <laughs> unprecedented. We don't yeah. know. Like, my, my frame of reference for this is the Plague, Inc. video game everybody played in middle school and high school, which obviously is very unrealistic. So, I have no clue. Like, yeah. And well, what I'm curious to know, and I'm sure this will come out post-game. We're, we're not watching right now. But I'm curious to know... So the game was the season was suspended at halftime. I'm curious to know how many players knew about this throughout the second half. The Nuggets really fell apart coming down the, the stretch. Oh, both teams shooting was so off. So many shots were short and off. There was almost some lethargic play. I mean, not and not just no, normal like Jokic lethargic lethargy you know it almost felt like i mean the mavs were kind of falling apart the nuggets were kind of falling apart and then it just turned really sloppy at the end i mean it almost felt like both teams were like what's even the point oh completely i mean obviously they're you know you can't like shut those thoughts out of your mind yeah. like to start mm-hmm. i mean as we were all like the third quarter was happening i think collectively we probably watched 10 minutes of the game well it's tough to concentrate oh well i mean even then it's just like in. our slack was going off i was making a breaking news graphic like yeah. it's just i mean other stuff became important yeah so players at halftime check their phones which is something i've learned over the last couple of years which initially was pretty surprising to me that you go into the locker room you check your phones at halftime. If you're Jamal Murray, you call your dad at halftime. <laughs> but um, so they, uh, I'm sure a lot of guys knew about what was happening. Oh, you with only the need, Rudy one, you only need one person to know, right? And everybody one person knows. knows. The entire locker room knows. The entire team knows. So I'm pretty sure that they must have known that the season was suspended and or Rudy Gobert yeah. was in quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, Fruity Nugs asks, any chance Kronky follows through with the, for the hourly folks like Cuban said he would? Yeah, so that's a good point. And Mark Cuban was on ESPN during this Nuggets-Mavs game and said that they will set up, quote, a program for their hourly employees right. to uh, make sure, I- I'm guessing, that they're compensated. And, um, and that's something you don't really think about with the league shutting down operations. All the ushers, all, all the people who work in food and beverage, uh, all, all the game night employees, you know, there are hundreds of people that will be out of a job at Pepsi Center. And I'm sure the NHL will follow suit and suspend their league as well. Yeah. I would be shocked if they didn't. And most of those people work Nuggets and Avs games, or a large majority do. So there are now hundreds of people left without a job. And I would hope, I would be so disappointed in Nuggets ownership if they didn't follow suit with what Cuban said tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's the least you can do, really. I yeah. Mean, it's just a, a show of goodwill. Um, I don't know, it's, it's crazy. I'm, like, just trying to think about, like, <clears throat> just this cross-section of sports. I mean, obviously, like, our lives in this room are going to be really deeply affected by this. Um, I don't know what this means, man, like... <clears throat> You know, like, are, are we? Is the league is the league shut down? Is there, are there things happening? Like, you know, like, what, it's are, just, what are we reporting on? What are we talking about? Like, I mean, maybe it's it's bad, and this is coming from you know just a perspective. I mean, honestly, some of my first thoughts were just like, oh, what content ideas do I have? You know, to keep <laughs> going when there's no games. You know, um, and obviously that's something we don't usually have to think about unless we're in the off season, and yeah. so it's just feels weird to suddenly be thrust into this, especially in such a grand time of change. I mean, we were, um, you know, obviously a lot of changes going on at our company. We had a lot of things in the works and in plans that we haven't even, you know, talked about publicly yet, all that type of stuff. And this changes a lot of that for us. So personally, our lives are very different now. It's a rough time for it to happen for the league too, because we are 17 games out from the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 17 games out from the playoffs. And, I mean, there would be never a good time for something like this to happen. Right. But, no, here we are. Yeah. I would. I, wow. <laughs> we were drinking some of these tonight. The Encore Pale Ale from Breck Brewing. That's right. Still a great beer. Can it's I get a quick beer. Uh, 1 through 10 rating from you guys on this beer? So, I'm really high on this beer. Yeah. I'm honestly going to go, like, maybe I wanted... My brain initially jumped to nine, Ooh, which would high. be really high. Nine's so high. I'm going to settle down to like an eight and a half, but it's really good. Like this is my favorite Breck launch in a while. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's good. Um, like Adam likes, it's big. That's a big beer. Yeah. Uh, it has a lift code. Uh, so there's a lot of ancillary benefits to this beer outside of the delicious flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'll probably give it like I'll give it a nine. All things considered, like this is a complete package for the whole night. Yeah, so when you drink one of these beers, there is a Lyft discount code on the back. And if you enter this code in the Lyft app, you're going to get a discount on your next ride. Every uh, can has a different code. So Yeah, like, and there's no, like, one. it doesn't, like, limit you. I mean, it's really, it's just, like, you get a discount on Lyft with every one of these codes. That's just yeah. how it works. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. So it is awesome. Uh, something else that's awesome, Strava Craft Coffee, CBD-infused coffee that you can purchase in K-Cups for your Keurig purchase whole bean or ground as well and right now you can purchase online for 20 percent off using code dnvr20 you can actually try it at a lot of cool coffee shops around town 
Carbon Cafe and Bar, Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. And remember, purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. You guys aren't interrupting me. Are you, uh, <laughs> I'll, here, I'll ask you a question, right? Are you super into the, uh, like, hipster coffee market in Denver thing? Um, so I lived in Cap Hill for a year and a half before I moved back, like, more central downtown, and there was a coffee shop there. That I did a lot of work at, so I I, I was in the game for a while. <laughs> the now coffee I'm, game for a while. You're out. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I think, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out. like super removed. I'm really into the brewery scene. Yeah, but like the whole like hipster coffee thing that's huge in Denver. Girlfriend's way into it. I know nothing about it. <laughs> I drink Strava Craft coffee every morning. I have really? a, wow. I have a whole ritual. That's awesome. I do. The I, dedication. I I have a. a, a like a kettle, it's like not it's uh, its own electric kettle. I just push a button, boils the water. I put it into a single serving. I French have press. an electric teapot as well. <laughs> it is a game changer. It is a game changer. Dude, my, it yeah, it's boils awesome. in yeah. like forty five seconds. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I make it. I have a whole ritual thing, and then I turn uh, my single serving French press Strava Craft CBD infused coffee into an iced coffee delight every morning, and I slowly sip it through a flesh colored silicone straw <laughs> which i laugh at myself every time i do and yeah. um it's a good time i know? just started with the strava <laughs> recently because they finally got i, do, I don't have a uh, i just have a keurig i don't have a regular coffee machine mm-hmm. so i just started doing the k cups been really enjoying it lately i do the ones that have the 20 milligrams per cup been thoroughly <laughs> enjoying it plus the uh roasted marshmallow flavor or whatever is quite delicious Sounds good. and you know, i just... will admit that i am you know not one who is I like foo-foo coffee, and that's yeah. okay. I'll yeah. admit that. So I used to go to this coffee shop over in Cap Hill, and the the dedication to like blogging and working at home or, or working from a coffee shop in that select location was unparalleled. So I just moved to Cap Hill. So I'll, I'll have to ch- I'll have to figure it out. First of all, it was always packed. <laughs> Literally every seat, somebody had their laptop open and was just like typing just away. away. And if you weren't lo- if you weren't working, you were getting like dirty looks from everybody. Like get back to work. <laughs> Well, We're pumping out content here. Fruity Nugs is here for our appliance talk. They're, they're, he's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That's for you. Well, that's kind of it's like, it's like when uh, Adam had the take about daylight savings time. I called it a wash take because it, it was totally a wash take. But this is kind of a wash conversation. This is the washest of all conversations. Like I got this, uh, <laughs> I got this automatic trash can from Costco a few months ago. That was really cool. Oh. At this Costco, you didn't go. You didn't go to BBY Absolutely. for that one. Right you didn't go for BBY. Yeah, <laughs> the automatic trash can, man. You know oh. what? That's the, the the funniest thing about uh, a certain uh, age in life that yeah. I've gone through is like when you first like start to think about how you'll adorn your own personal living space after college when you've maybe moved in with a significant other or something, and like you find yourself starting to covet like really nice trash cans and stuff mm. and then like later on you're like what am i doing like am i really like looking at like an 89 dollars simple human like, trash i have can? like everything right now I like the- i got really excited the other day my girlfriend bought me a frame and i was like legitimately stoked wow. about it yeah. and i was like oh this is a uh, this is a new like i i've passed a threshold in my life where i'm now excited about yep. mundane things yeah, great I've got the Instapot. That's all we got left. I've got the <laughs> air fryer. I've got the yeah. crock pot. Are these all the gifts Dutch from your oven. parents? Because these seem like like 
perfect like Hanukkah gifts from the Wind's household. No, me and my girlfriend have just kind of bought them together. But if you're looking for something to get your girlfriend, get them an Instapot. Yeah, it makes a quality uh, dinner, yeah. I have to say. So, I don't, give us some more questions, guys. Here's like, obviously, we'll talk we about appliances talk about literally the all game. night. Uh, no, the, here's the I'll summarize the game. All right. Boban Marjanovic just, the, the Nuggets have absolutely no answer for him. Nikola Jokic is best friend in the league, he says. In, except on the, full, on the floor, where he just abuses Jokic. And he makes Jokic look like a small child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, incredibly frustrating, but like... I don't know. Like the Nuggets were on one. They were they were leading. Third quarter ends. A lot of quarter, threes. It seemed like. Yeah. Right. Fourth quarter comes in and it's well, just they like were what a eight slow... of thirteen in the first quarter. Or yeah. Something? Yeah. A lot I of mean... threes in the first half. Not as many in the second half. So, I mean, I, I don't even. I feel like you just kind of have to throw out the analysis of the second half. I mean, just the gravity of the right. and announcement. You, you comes. think that everybody knew. Yeah, they are. There's no way they did not know. Right. No, I mean one person, one person has to know. Looks on their everybody. phone and goes, "Oh, like, oh, damn, the league's well, been suspended. Yeah, we don't like have jobs." Mm-hmm. Or, like, <laughs> for, or for example, like Tom Rinaldi is in the stand, is in the stands interviewing Mark Cuban, like ten feet from the Nuggets bench about yeah. the fact that the the season has just been canceled. So, um, I can a, tell you this: Michael Malone was coaching his ass off. For the second half, though, because it's Michael Malone, man. He will always, he will be a hundred percent himself all the time. Yeah. yeah, Gary looked good this game until he got uh, beat up and like stitched mm-hmm. up. I'm not exactly Paul what Millsap played in. great. He did. Uh, I mean, Bart. I think I saw Barton, Jokic, and Millsap were all in double digits and plus or minus at the end of the game. Like all of those are good things. Mm-hmm. I just almost feels like analysis of this game is. I mean, you know, like it's tough. It's tough. We're in uh, uncharted waters for sure. I mean, I guess I'll ask this question because I don't know if we've all like set our feelings on this. Do you think the league did the right thing? I don't think they had a choice. I, I don't yeah. think they had a choice at, at this point. I mean, like as soon as a player gets, uh, I mean, that's like the they the the league is set up around the players, right? So as soon as their product is compromised, then they their their hand is forced. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we can talk about the timing, although I don't know that you could have done it before this. It really just, you know, it sort of happened. Yeah, I I think I think the situation that was mishandled was allowing fans to come to an arena, 19,000 people that are now still in an arena. You know, nobody's been allowed to leave. Everybody's being tested, all that type of thing. I think that was probably handled poorly if they had. I mean, because I mean, at best, the tests take, I think I saw eight hours or something. Well, that's what the reporting was showing, that the test was ongoing and then they got the results very close to game time. So if you (laughs) think. Think the uh, if you think there's a player that has a high probability, which is if they would have tested, they probably thought that. Well, I mean, why even have fans come to the arena instead of just post? I mean, other than maybe they were trying to, you know, avoid mass hysteria, which obviously was caused anyway. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what do we think about James Dolan being the one owner that wanted to hold up? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like so on brand, right? Like what <laughs> so else could you possibly brand. expect? Like <laughs> it's very on brand, and I, I so love Nick's. how Woj just puts the Knicks on blast <laughs> all as, as often as, as often as he can. He's done it three times in the last three months. Yeah, people saying Gobert touching the mics and tables was absurdly stupid. I mean, that's not where Rudy Gobert got the coronavirus from, but it, no, it is but more it emblematic is... of just the way that. Well, we don't know. Was, I, we we don't know. Well, I mean, I would assume every. I mean, if he got. But it it's that, also then... just like it. It's. I, I don't know. It. It's. It more shows that that's how he was treating it. That's right? what I mean. And it's so, more emblematic of his. Of yeah. His. Uh, the way he was. Um, how seriously he was taking it, mm-hmm. right? Like he was a little. He was just being really super flippant about it. So. Yeah, I guarantee you didn't wash his hands, didn't touch his face, all the things you're not supposed to do, as I just touched my face. Uh, <laughs> I saw something that humans, on average, touch their face over 90 times a day. I never and realized. I've been hyper aware yeah. of touching my face right oh, yeah. lately. I touch my face constantly. It's I love, crazy. I love the feel of my face. It's a great face to touch. I'm, I'm going to miss it. Like, I feel like I, I like especially my beard. I touch my beard you all beard, the time. You touch your beard a lot, for sure. <laughs> Just to be contemplative. And then yeah. Like, hmm, why, why is Nikola Jokic still refusing to give it full effort in these games? Why, <laughs> why would uh, Michael Malone never play MPJ? And when he does come in, he looks atrocious. So. I was ready to get on this podcast and tell everybody stop freaking out about Nikola Jokic. I was excited to talk about that. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, it's not even like a. With, I mean, let's just pr- let's pretend that the season's not over. Let's just like, let's it talk about be, this game. It might, might not be over. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing about Jokic is that, um, yeah, we all know he's going to turn it on. But like, why do we have to wait? <laughs> like, why? Like, I still come to every game. You know, like we got to. You come to every game wanting Nikola Jokic from the playoffs. Yeah, I, I just want to see Nikola. I don't even need playoff Jokic. I just need like standard issue Jokic. It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to see lackadaisical Jokic. I mean, I was saying uh, over the last couple of games that maybe he's just playing 4D chess and saving himself for the playoffs a little bit. That's what I was thinking. Yo, I don't know. I mean, there's like there's like uh, coasting, and then there's like just like slumping through. Like he's like he's, he's not like like uh, coasting is sort of like what LeBron James does. He like hovers around the outside, sort of like picks his spots, and like then there's Jokic who's like way behind the play, mm-hmm. like. The handle's super loose and sloppy. Turnovers are happening. I mean, that's that just shows you that he's like not engaged mentally, right? Yeah. So that's like a different situation. I I feel like than just being a uh, being savvy, you know. Yeah. How are we going to keep Jokic in shape during the extended time off? (laughs) Well, that's probably a big thing for the league to decide right now. Is our team facilities open to players during the suspension? That's a, a logical next step that the league has to decide on. Yeah, you know what's you know what though I will say. So you're probably not going to be allowed into the stadiums. Well, there's no game, so why would you? Um, but you know, here at DMVR, we are uniquely positioned to be able to still provide content, analysis, mm-hmm. opinion, uh, just entertainment in general. I mean, we sort of oh, we're uh, not going anywhere. Yeah, we've established that you know. Sports are the backdrop, but like really the culture and the family and uh, the camaraderie and the coming together is what we're really all about. So obviously nothing changes for us in that uh, in that arena. It's just like really what the focus is. I mean, we'll still be potting five days a week, pumping out. I mean, my job, you guys will still be getting emails every day. We'll be putting graphics out. I mean, lots of there's just nothing's going to change. 
Except um, for that it won't be about the games. It won't be about the games. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, but that, but that's what I'm saying from our content perspective. We hope you guys ride with us through all of this and just hang out and keep interacting with us and having fun. And I know that's what I'm going to try and do oh, just for as sure. much I mean, as possible. I mean, listen, listen everybody's all of a sudden going to be living online even more so if you're not able to go. It's it, like I'm reading here that uh, that uh, – UC Boulder just went to online classes exclusively. Mm-hmm. Same with Metro. All um, schools probably following suit. Yeah, yeah. My, my alma mater just did the same today. Right. So all the more time to be on Twitter. Like, we'll be talking to you. Like, you can absolutely interact with all of us um, and, you know, just figure out what, what this looks like. I mean, we're opening a bar on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we're not sure what that looks like. We're definitely opening the bar. The bar is 100% happening. Like, the um as of now we'll be there yeah i mean (laughs) as far as we know nothing is changing you know like we're still uh looking to do something really big and unique in this market and we want you to come along with us and be there um yeah but definitely stay tuned we'll you know there's obviously as you've heard a million times tonight and as describing everything this is a fluid situation Mm -hmm. so um we'll see (laughs) yeah Crazy. Well, uh, we'll uh, see if we have to self-quarantine at all. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I joke with you guys before, being a reporter, I've been self-quarantining at my house for the last couple of years. <laughs> During the I, day. Yeah, I've been voluntarily quarantining myself for the past uh, five years. So Yeah, yeah well, I work in the office, unlike both of you, so <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same thing. <laughs> well, make sure you're still stopping by the Green Solution while this whole... Yeah, yeah, for for the, for the uh, coronavirus problem, there is the green solution. <laughs> they have 18 Colorado locations. It is the place in Colorado to get marijuana edibles, concentrates. And you they just it? yeah, they just opened up the one in Lodo. It's right, just like right by where the ballpark is. Super convenient location. They and did? They've got part. Yeah, it's that's the new location. Where I just drove by there the other day. Wow, it's killer. super convenient. Yeah, killer. yeah, that's awesome. And uh, what happens? You get a discount yeah you get a little discount if you download the app or go to mygreensolution.com and use code dnvr20 you get 20 percent off of your entire purchase it's a big number 20 percent. it is a big number so <laughs> yeah number. and also if you like sign up for a loyalty account they think- give you like a ten dollar credit as well i think or at least that's what happened when i signed up for a loyalty account and so like my first purchase there i got the 20 percent off plus the credit it was I, pretty much free. like i felt like loyalty i was walking out i was like this should be illegal <laughs> loyalty is rewarded in this world be loyal and then you'll get uh 10 off <laughs> ten dollars off 20 it was great so would recommend also their loyalty program is great you get money for your like birthday and stuff and discounts when you like build up points and all that and so yeah i i mean that's what that's obviously where I go, but they're also one of our partners. So I, you know, am biased, but <laughs> you should go there because I've had a great experience and you will as well. Awesome. I'm seeing on Twitter, Mark Cuban says the NBA has told teams that they can continue to practice. He adds that players have been told they should not have visitors in from out of town. Say that again. So the NBA teams can still practice during this time. Okay. Maybe not the Utah Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rudy so, Gobert won't be there. That's for sure. Right. Well, dude, if Rudy Gobert has it, all of the Jazz have it. I mean, like, really? You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. Moutier was really sick too. So that 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 news hasn't come out. But yeah, I, we don't know the extent of it. But apparently, NBA teams can still practice. I wonder if Jim Boylan's going to be running like three-hour practices during this suspension. Crazy. Get on the line. <laughs> Get on the line. Uh, 
don't know. What do, What are your guys' favorite moments from this season? If this is truly the end, or Dude, at least it's going to be the I end like, for a, a bit here. This, this is difficult. Like, uh, yeah. Um, if this is really it, um, I just moved back from Iowa, obviously, last May. So this was my first season being back in the can for actual live games mm-hmm. since I was in high school. Um, I only got to go to four, I think, but I had a lot of fun. Um, got to go to a couple with Eric, which was a ton of fun. Yeah, and man. Perch. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, getting to meet a bunch of you, I was really shocked because I'm usually behind the camera guy. How many people knew who I was and getting to meet all of you was totally. really cool. And just, you know, obviously my first season being involved in the DNVR family has been really, really special to me. So that's what I'll remember from it. But also... Um, I'll remember some really remember some really dope MPJ moments, uh, and then yeah. having those stolen away from us, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, man. It really, like this season to me has been about the growth of the community. It's been about the perch. It's been about connecting with people online. It's yep. been about these these post game shows. It's been about the the podcast. It's just been about um, people from all over the world reaching out to us. Um, you know, like really accepting us in to their uh fan experience and the, the, the way that they go about watching the nuggets people telling us that um you know this is one of the more fun seasons they've had just because you know or th- there's somebody actually making a concerted effort to make sports fun which is what we're trying to do so to he- have that resonate with people and, and have people say things back to you that you hope that they will it's been incredible you know yeah what i've realized most about this season and this has been trending this way for a while but there's an absolute diehard community of nuggets fans absolutely here that want to talk about this team every day absolutely that you know want to just root so hard for this team every day that i didn't know was here like three, four years ago. Right. But o- over the last couple of years, that, that's really what I've noticed, that yeah. you know, there is th- this fan base here. And here at DNVR, I mean, we're doing our best to cultivate that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, when, I, when I was first starting to talk to Adam, I, I, we were saying, like, yo, being a Nuggets fan is like an oddly, like, solo pursuit. You know, like you, I, it's a lot of me like watching the games in my house by Dude, myself. Dude, like, like I, the last screaming. when I was in college, I literally like reg, tuning into regular season Nuggets games. I lived like I went to a university with a ton of people and a ton of basketball fans, and I couldn't pay my friends to turn yeah. on Nuggets Kings on a regular Wednesday night with me. Yeah, and so it is like kind of an. I wish I would have found this community four years early. Yeah, I absolutely. really do. Absolutely, and you know the greatest thing is like we. I mean, obviously this is a weird exact moment in time, but. Um, this bar that we're opening um, is going to be the place where this community finds its foothold and you mm-hmm. have these conversations and you really do come together and you know we, hopefully it becomes bigger than the nuggets and hopefully it becomes bigger than all of the sports and it really just does evolve into um, just something positive for people who love the city of Denver who really ride for the city of Denver and um, you know at some point points in the last several years have can sometimes feel like you're almost a visitor in your own city or like um and so you know we really want to put down put it down for the city we put it down for our city we're, we're drew lock in this way like we're just uh we're, we're just really excited about it you know this is a weird exact moment in time but looking forward like i just can't wait i absolutely cannot wait to expand upon um these amazing connections that we've made all season long 
And I mean, not just from the connections, from a, a, a content production standpoint, I mean, there's really just so many more opportunities moving into this new space that we have that I'm so excited to get started with. Um, I mean, even just from expanding post-game shows to having more fan interaction with them, being in the bar, all of the above, that type of thing. I mean, really just taking the foundation that we as a company have already laid over these last couple months and expanding mm-hmm. on it and creaking, creating more of a community because we now have this physical space for this community to live. I mean, I'm so excited. I can't yeah. even start to talk about it. Yeah, it's going to be so dope, you guys. Like the, <laughs> the way that the studio is set up, like ab- in a loft above the bar, the bar itself is unbelievably beautiful. It's an, a very it's an it's, awesome bar. It's a historic building. Yeah, it's been there. It's been there for a very long time. Uh, the ceilings are really tall. It's very airy in there. It feels good to just like sit in there for an entire day. I yeah. should know. I've done that several times. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, like the food is really good. The vibes are really good we're in control of the music we're in control of the television (laughs) so like we are like you're gonna get dnvr meaning like what we think is cool and what we you think is cool like i mean in a benefit of it too is one of the coolest parts about this job is just the moments and the conversations we have off camera where we're all just hanging around at the bar and you know you get more from people that are just around the office and not in front of the cameras as much the Lindsay's, the me's the andres i mean i love the family we've built here and just being able to share that more with you know this community in general i mean on any given day i'll be sitting down on the bar working on you know whatever i'm working on that day you know, after we're done up in studio, and I'll hang out for like five hours, you know, because that's just where work is now. And people are going to be able to come up and interact with us whenever they want to now. And right. that's so cool and such an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure to RSVP Friday night, <laughs> 530. We'll see yeah, you man. There. Like, listen, it's, as far as we know, it's business as usual. Like, let's let's have a good time. <laughs> I mean, this. obviously, it's not a Nuggets watch party anymore. But we're gonna have a ton of fun that night anyway. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. kick the this Breck thing off. brews will be flowing. Oh my be god, flowing. we still Not have amazing giveaways. Big giveaways, yes. big, our biggest giveaways yet. Absolutely. Yeah, I was yeah. actually stunned when I heard about these giveaways. I was like, we're giving that away. Yeah, it's crazy. What? Yeah, it is crazy. And um, there's gonna be a Breck like representative there giving absolutely. out merch mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, it's gonna be so fun. And yeah. we th- there we've heard tale. There's gonna potentially be some celebrities there. Oh, some local Ooh. sports celebrities. Like, Ooh. we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But- All right, here's here's how I want to close out this show. I, I want, if you're still with us, send in your best memory from the season so far. Yeah. Send in your best memory, and we'll talk about those. The one I'll probably think about is the win in Utah. Oh, we were all here for that. That was so cool. We did a post-game show after that when the Nuggets had seven guys active. Right. I just want to read off some Live notes from the from, seven-man uh, lounge. Yeah. Notes from this box score uh, on that night. Denver's bench that night, P.J. Dozier and Vlatko Chanchar. <laughs> oh P.J. Dozier gosh. played 25 minutes in this game. Vlatko played 17 minutes in this game. That was it. That was the Nuggets bench <laughs> against like a very healthy Utah team. And uh, That was the Jokic greater than Gobert, which spawned so many memes the next day. Nikola yeah. Jokic was lovely. goes for 30 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 steals in 40 minutes. Oh it was unreal. We have in here the um, 
let's see, the Jamal Murray disallowed slam. Oh, just from two nights <laughs> oh, ago. That was, was amazing. Our, that was the best moment of the, the season. Jeremy Grant sli- <laughs> the Jeremy Grant poster dunk in the Toronto game. That was awesome. Yeah. That one was really cool. I think that one also didn't count, unfortunately. I'm so mad about that Murray <laughs> dunk not counting. I just have so many problems with it. The biggest one is that the <laughs> official who called the foul in that play was trailing the play. Literally 25 feet behind the play. The two closest officials don't even make the call. They were set to allow the, the worst dunk. part. The worst part is that they could have really easily reversed it because it's not play had stopped it anyway, right? Like it wasn't like, yeah. oh, we called it. In, well, in, the Nuggets should have challenged it. I don't know why they didn't challenge it. I don't know. Because Malone know. has no idea what to do with his challenges and almost always uses it on a play that is obviously not going to get overturned. He did have the best challenge of the season, though. The no Yes, he challenge. did. That was amazing. That was amazing. MPJ's performance against Indiana on the road. Yeah, oh, career that high was a really fun right? game. Yep, career that high was 25. Really yeah, that was uh, probably when I was feeling the best about this team this season. Yeah. On that very night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the Utah game. What was the game before the Utah game where it was also like we had well, back-to-back they, games where we were like, this it, is the best win of the Malone era. It, it was the Milwaukee win. Oh, that g- yeah. yeah, that was an incredible win. In yeah. Milwaukee. Uh, Jokic just like decided, it was just like he decided in the third quarter of that game, we're not going to lose tonight, and then just didn't let them. It was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. a back-to-back right after the Utah game. And uh, Denver had nine guys active this game. They got Porter. Porter was in the lineup. Beasley was in the lineup. Wancho was in the lineup. And uh, yeah, one twenty-seven, one fifteen over Giannis and the Bucks. We've got uh, I- uh, Michael Malone playing soccer with the team. I miss his smile. Oh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> that, was that was really fun. good. Um, the comeback against Philly. That with Jokic hitting the that game the winner. Sambor shuffle. I get. I guess it was a two foot. Takeoff, but he hit that ridiculous shot mm-hmm. at the very end. That was awesome. Um, let's see here. Kind of a somber one. Will you guys remember this? A big part of this season as the trade that went in a lot of people's wrong mind horribly wrong. Well, I'll definitely remember that night, and um, I think it's too early to say it, it went is. horribly wrong. It, well, um, it, it really it. The offseason is going to tell yeah, us. Yeah, because that's a trade that's going to be evaluated this summer based on what Denver does with that pick and potentially, you know, a couple of years from now. But I'll just remember that night being in the locker room when guys were getting notified that they were actually traded and that they could be traded in a matter of minutes. Like, that was yeah, crazy. You, like, watched really, that happen. That's crazy. Yeah. You've had some really crazy moments this season. Like being, You watched yeah. Jamal Murray find out Kobe Bryant had died. Like, yep. that is also crazy. Yeah. That was another where were you when this happened moment. Totally. That's this, this is all one season. <laughs> yeah, what is that? And the season's yeah. not even over. The no, season's there's not still even, 17 it, games left. Still 17 unless games. Unless it is. Let's see. Uh, the double behind the back against the Wizard for Joker. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Just carving up the Wizards right down the middle of the floor. The game winner in Cat's Eye. All Jokic's game winners. <laughs> the sure. Shabazz Napier era. <laughs> uh, Jokic see. had 47 against Atlanta. Just, yeah, I was just about yeah. to say Jokic 47 points against Atlanta. Yeah. Honestly, uh, in a bad way, I mean, in a big loss, but that game, Trey Young just absolutely devoured the Nuggets. That was like, like you know one what? of the crazier games I've watched. You know what I don't understand? Why, like. Why, when you nutmeg somebody, or why, why are you allowed to just like throw the ball down the court and then run back up and catch it, and that's that's cool? 
Wait, what? When when Trey Young does his like nutmeg, right. he he essentially just throws it like ten feet through their legs, and then and, runs to and go then, get like, it. Runs and goes and gets it. Like, yeah. Why is that okay? But it's not okay to like put your hand over the top of the ball for one second. Like, well, because I think. I don't know. It's it it to me. I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Why is I that? I, it's uh, yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, why is it? Why can you do that? I don't understand why you, you can't pass the ball to yourself. Right. But that's because essentially passing the like, ball to yourself. What if you dribbled the ball really high up in the air and then just like took twenty steps and then started dribbling again without like touching it with two hands? Wouldn't that be the same? Yeah. Like, thing? shouldn't it, it should be a travel? You, you know what? Get on this. Now you have some time on your hands, Adam Silver. You need to figure this out. It's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rocky breaking the jump rope on Stilts world record. That was a moment. Uh, I, I don't remember, remember that. <laughs> all, all. The, I mean, all the Rocky half court shots. I will remember yeah, every single another, one. Another big season or <laughs> big first three quarters of the season. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Best mascot in all of sports. I, mean, I will. He routinely wins. I mean, he wins that. Like he wins best mascot all the time. Like it's it's like not just awesome. it's not just us being like like homers. Yeah, you know? like he's legitimately like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can argue with the things that he does. It's funny because now when we're forced to stream games legally in a way that I can't talk about because it's not true, um, and you see the in arena. Feed from oh all yeah these you do so yeah. you get a chance to see the mascots of all the other places and you're like dude screech or whatever the, this dude's name is lame like he's so you're like lame. give me rocky like right now <laughs> i know but yeah. even like rocky is so much superior like even just all the other mascots in colorado like it really is oh like, because yeah none the, the i mean <laughs> rocky like the design of rocky like i'm not that into but like it's rocky's antics are so it's amazing superi- like he is a super unbelievable human i don't know cat like <laughs> it's like unreal the stuff he does yeah he was good rocky's birthday yeah yeah the reveal that Which rocky is Cooper's dad every yeah every year apparently an investigation on that <laughs> did we get red panda i don't think so no we never get, well i we, how would we know we're at the perch i don't know who we've gotten we got red panda for the playoffs last year i believe i don't think we got her this year one of my sure? uh, can we be sure we're at the, I mean we're just at, we're at the perch every time. I think I've heard some, I think I would have gotten word that we had red panda. <laughs> red panda, red panda. It's like a big thing in Twitter, <laughs> a, NBA Twitter. What red panda makes it. <laughs> uh, honestly, another thing I'm gonna remember from this year is I think uh, I think our Nuggets coverage as a company is the best it's ever been with. The post-game shows, I mean, Adam, the list, I think, was a game-changer this year mm-hmm. for Nuggets coverage in general. I mean, you've had – I can't even count how many bangers you guys <laughs> have had this year. Uh, Brennan's reporting when he was on the road earlier this year. I mean, you. I mean, even your column, uh, your column about Will Barton's speech post that one loss was just amazing writing. I mean, just – I think the three of you really came into your own as a beat um, – with the written content, but as well as all this other stuff that you've done. And I'm really stoked to have been a part of you guys coming into your own. That's been really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great season so far. Hopefully it continues. Yeah. Yeah. Would love to see that coverage in the playoffs. You know, if those happen at this point, that would be amazing. The playoffs. It's tough to explain, but the playoffs is so fun for a reporter. Like it is so fun every day. You're pumping out content. Uh, you're just going a mile a minute, late nights, early mornings. Like you're just so amped up all the time. It, like last year in the playoffs was 
one of the coolest experiences of my life. For yeah, sure. yeah. Like, tell us some other. Like, what are some things you've seen just around the arena this year? Like, that maybe have have like hasn't made it into a story or. I, I'm not to put you on the spot, mm. but I'm uh, I'm just curious. Like, well, we, we've got here the resurgence of Thrill in the eyes of the fans was a big. Yeah. That was a big storyline this year. I mean, it's people really were really down on year. him. Going, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It would really be a shame, though, if um, the season did not continue mm -hmm. because I have had a bunch of conversations with just guys in the locker room about how good they think this team can be. Right. And even with some of the tough losses, every, all the guys in that locker room kind of brushed that off. And there are guys in there that really deep down truly believe they can win a championship this season. Yeah. And have believed that since the first day of training camp and came into the season with that mindset and, and still have that today. So it would be a tragedy if we didn't get to see how you know things ultimately turned out. I know. I know. That's the thing is that like we have been establishing this long form narrative storyline and it's going to be like lost. Yeah. And not, not, not just lost, but like the show lost where there's no satisfying <laughs> ending. It just like drops off. Yeah, I'm like, just like it was what, all a dream. <laughs> what is Yo what is playoff Jokic 2.0? Like I've we've been talking about it all year. I would love to have you see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh Murray going game 2 round 1 nuclear on the Spurs not too long ago. Yeah, that was an incredible moment. <laughs> I want to go back to that real quick. We we all remember that, right? The Nuggets were down double digits in the second half of game 2 against the Spurs at home. If you go down 0-2 in a series, especially if you lose for first two games at home, season the series is done. Year's oh, for over. Sure. Totally. You're not coming back from that, especially in San Antonio where the Nuggets have never been good. We're all looking at each other on press row being like, all right, hell of a season. Yeah. This was a great run. Yep. We good were time. Turns out we're frauds. Yeah. All the time. They were right. <laughs> uh, we'll never forget this regular season, you know, all, all the moments in between. Oh, my Hell God. Hell of a dude. run. If we don't get playoffs, the playoffs are so incredible last year. They're incredible. Incredible. Like, that, I, I, remember, I felt like we, the playoffs lasted, like, three years. Like, it, it took was, like, months the off longest. my life because the Avs and the Nuggets both going to the second round, like, every other night. Like, I was oh up to, like, ungodly hours every night. It was amazing. It was, like, the best two, three weeks of my life. Yeah. So, I mean, Murray <laughs> saving the Nuggets season in game two. Jokic's 40-point game, I believe, in game six in a losing effort when he was really the only one to show up when Denver could have closed it out. The four-overtime game in round two in that Portland, was I was the, there for that. One of the crazier games I've ever you seen in right, my you life. You were in Portland for that. Yeah. That, me, at, me and Adam were both in Portland for that. That I think Vote might have been too. Yeah, you all were. Yeah. Absolutely. That was... Um, I was freaking exhausted at the end of that game. Right. I, you were exhausted and you watched. And then Jokic played what, how many like minutes? Sixty minutes. That's broke the ESPN box score. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, what do we do with this?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. So yeah, hopefully we can have some of those moments in a few months still, because yeah. you know the playoffs always bring drama. Absolutely. I mean, let's hope it. Let's hope it happens. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. If you're in Denver, if you're around Colorado and want to come out Friday night. The grand opening of the DNVR bar, Colfax in York, pretty close to downtown. Should be a great time. We'll all be there. Uh, so we hope to see you guys there, too. Absolutely. Take it easy. All right, guys, before we get out of here, got to talk about the drink that D-Line drinks every morning, apparently. Very regimented. <laughs> Strava Craft Coffee. 
you guys know what it's about by now, but it's a game-changing coffee, CBD-infused coffee. It's changed a lot of people's lives. You can purchase online right now for 20% off using the code DNBR20. You can also get it around town on a bunch of different cafes, Carbon Cafe, Carbon Cafe and Bar, Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, Blue Sparrow Coffee, Max Market. And remember, purchase online for 20% off 